So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. See, I think I have two superpowers. I remember details about people. I remember like the tiniest little moments, the day we met, right, what you were wearing. It's this weird little thing that I have. But I think what I'm even better at is synthesizing, taking in an enormous amount of information, right, Jamie, and, and being able to say, okay, just talk to, you know, 390 of the most successful people in real estate over the course of two months. Let me synthesize down. What is it about these men and women that makes them so special? So if you were looking for something to R&D, I'm going to walk you through eight things right now. And two or three, I think, are the most important, but every one of them absolutely matters. So I want you to take a lot of notes. You guys ready? If I wanted to model greatness, this is the roadmap. This is the model. Again, I just have a unique perspective. I can pick up the phone and call the most extraordinary people, and I happen to personally work with a ton of them. So when you look and say, what do these people have in common? Some of these should be basic. You ready? Here's the first one. They're freakishly competitive. Tell your buddy how competitive you are, really quick. How competitive? Okay, just heads up. Look up here. Most of you went like this. Yeah, I'm competitive. Which means I would kick your ass every day of the week. Let me explain competitive. Competitive is you've been number one in your office for a long time. Some rookie sensation comes in and they are one deal ahead of you and it's December 14th. You buy a house and you sell your own. That's what I'm talking about. You guys with me on this? How many of you get the level of competitiveness I'm talking about? And it's not, it's not like I want to kill that person. It's just I thrive on the pressure. Write down the word eustress. Eustress. That's what describes these men and women. Eustress is the opposite of stress. It's positive stress. I know I can do this. I've got to make it happen. D. Martin, right? Whatever it takes. One person, 23 listings, I take Tom Ferry's money, yes! Right, Dee? Like, whatever it takes, Sandy Payne, whatever it takes, it's that level of competitiveness. But here's the other thing. What shows up is this growth mindset. See, the growth mindset, Jeremiah, is I say, hey, you should do ABC123, and you go, all right, I'll try that. Yeah, let's go for it. Hey, Stephanie Younger did 480 open houses last year. You should do that also. Some of you are like, 480? There's not even that many days in the year. Well, she has a team of 24 people, and they all did 20, and they ended up, Emma, doing 480 open houses, resulting in 19,200 new leads generated for their database at zero cost. Well, did it work? I don't know. It brought in $2 million in revenue. I mean, you, you know, I mean, it's okay, right? It's not great. She made 10. You guys with me on this? 
Stephanie's uber competitive and she has a growth mindset. I'm like, you should do mega open houses. What's that? I describe it. She goes, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Just make them larger than life. Make them giant parties. Make them huge celebrations. There's parties after the open house. Yeah, I'm in for that. Would that be good for my community? Would that extend my brand? Okay, let's go. Over the next three days, you're going to hear ideas. Jay, my buddy Jay, I'm going to show you one of the greatest direct mail pieces on the planet today. Jay, will you stand up? Jay D'Alessandro, give him a giant round of applause right here. Hold back your enthusiasm, Jay. By the way, I can literally on a Tuesday text and say, hey, Jay, can you share with my other client how you're doing these seller seminars and how you went from doing direct mail to like 1,000 homes to 2,000 homes to 10,000 to now 110,000 and it only represents about 600 transactions a year and about, I don't want to misquote the number, about 60% of those are listings sold and they're filling seminar seminars every single month with people that are raising their hand. Please tell us how you guys sell houses. I'd like to learn more about that. And he does it over and over. Like that level of growth mindset so you guys need to attack Jay when we take a break. Okay, look at number two. Oh, my slides got funky. Sam, could have been my computer. This could be the most important thing. Just take a second and read that. They recognize the need for new. Something iconic that makes their business get energized. See, if all of you thought about, and I'm, and I'm intentionally lowering my voice here for just a second. If you thought about Randy, the, the story of your career, right? Listing that first $20 million property, doing it in partnership with an agent. That was an iconic move. That caused you to say, I'd rather get half the listing than get no listing. Or the other iconic move, I'm going to do more on video. And it set you apart from everybody else in your marketplace. Every single person inside this room, look up here, guys. Look up here. You get bored, yes or no. Yes or no, yes. right? Bless you. You get to a level of success and you're like, oh, another listing appointment, <laughs> right? You're like, hold on, pop in the CD. Hello, hi, how, right? But guess what happens? After a while, it gets boring and you don't want to do it anymore. And then you come to a Tom Ferry seminar and I just drop a thought into your head and it goes like this. And you're like, holy shit, I'm going to do that. This is going to be awesome. Yes. What's up, Duana? Do you see that photo I just posted of you and your team on Instagram? That was a badass. Like, you want to talk about team photos? You should all check out my Instagram page and see Duana's team photo. It was hot. Are any of those girls single? Because damn. <laughs> the one next year goes, me. <laughs> but here's the thing. Even what, thank you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're all very married here. But what Duana and her team did, she's like, I'm going to set the tone, the tempo on the market. My business, we're going to put ourselves on the map, even just with iconic branding. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you're with that group, that insane photo, that incredible look. There was something about, it's these iconic moves. If you ask yourself, what have been the most iconic moves I've made in my business? Think about it, Jill. Like, going from little team to big team, hiring Dan was an iconic move. You with me on this? Right? You could look back over your career and you could see the moments where all of a sudden you were so energized that, Doug, you would go on that presentation again and it actually was kind of fun. 
that suddenly you had something new, Mike, to talk about, something that gave you energy. Does this make sense, guys? That wasn't rhetorical. Okay, I seem to be the, one, the only one that's excited about this. That is the most important point. Summit's over. See you later. You find one iconic thing that causes you to ascend, and it's over. It's over. But let's look at number three. You ready? They know the market. They study the trends. But here's the difference. They seek correlations in the trends, and then they communicate it like crazy. So tell your buddy really quickly. Tell your buddy, if I went to your YouTube channel, your Facebook page, your Instagram page, or your TikTok page, how many videos would I see from you countering the negative news about housing? Tell your buddy, how many would I see? If I looked at all those pages, how many would I see? Tell your buddy. I will do some homework tonight and check. How many would I see? Now listen up, my friends. Listen up. Shh. Look up here. We're at war. You're at war with the cycle of the news media telling everybody housing is a bad idea. You're at war with them isolating one tiny town and saying home prices are going bad. You're at war with no one's ever going to buy in Canada again forever. Like, they're putting out this mass media, these headlines that terrify people every single day. You know it and I know it. And yet, you know your local market stats so well and you're not counteracting that. So this is, Christoph, seven years ago when I said, why are you saving your best ammunition when you're at the kitchen table to list the house? Take your best ammunition and make that your marketing message. Cause more and more people to say, wait, that's a little bit different. I want to talk to you guys. How are you doing that? I think the move right now is two to three videos a day counteracting the negative news cycle. Two to three videos a day counteracting the negative news cycle on every major platform. Same video, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat on all the platforms. Literally, you could literally once an hour just go MSNBC real estate, CNN real estate, Bloomberg real estate, and there's going to be some horrific headline that says all home buyers will get COVID and die if they buy in this town. Right? Because they want the clicks. They want the clicks. But if you don't counteract it, let me give you a more advanced one. How many of you know the name Barbara Corcoran? Do you know her from her real estate company or from Shark Tank? I knew her from her real estate company. That was the first time I met her, being in New York City. Barbara Corcoran put her company on the map. She was the first to create, she called it the Corcoran Report, and they became the company in Manhattan that were out publicizing this is what apartments sell for per square foot in this building, this part of town, that zip code. And all of a sudden, she owned the market because she was the one that was putting out a level of detail about the market that nobody else had done before. Here's my argument for all of you. Find two stats majors and two econ majors. Two stats majors in a, in a university near you, still in school, and two econ majors. Give them like a bag of weed and some alcohol. That's called incentive. And say, I would like you to do a 20-year study of the housing market here in our town. And I want you to tell me, Jill, 
all the correlations that happened in our area over the last 20 years here in our part of Houston, not the greater Houston, just our part of Houston, tell me the companies that moved in, the companies that moved out, how the oil prices were going and how that impacted real estate. Show me all the correlations so Jill can put out the Jill Smith housing report for this part of Houston and you'll be a legend. You with me on this? And you'd be the only person in your marketplace that would do it. That could be the iconic move that suddenly has every major news outlet going, hey, Jill, can we interview you? Hey, we want to know what's actually happening in the market. And she becomes the force of nature. Does that, for a bag of weed and some alcohol, which most of you have on you. <laughs> Christoph. <laughs> Sorry, from a longtime friend. Okay, let's go to the next one. This should be easy. Wait, go ahead, Lisa. I'll repeat the question. Yes, agents will sometimes do videos with headlines that are scary. Okay, so she said, should agents do videos that say, the real estate market is crashing or a negative headline to get attention? The answer is 1,000% yes. And then say, I know you probably read that a few times in the news. I'm Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate. When we read these national headlines, it's easy to get sucked. Let me tell you exactly what's happening in our marketplace right now. You with me on this? So you can use the sensational headline and then very quickly, it's, it's click, it's Michael Jackson's alien baby, <laughs> right? Like that was an actual headline like on like, you know, one of those crazy magazines and I'm like, Michael Jackson's alien baby, flip, 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 flip. Oh, he's thinking about adopting a child who's not a legal citizen. I'm like, oh, okay, got it. It's not like a Martian. Okay, cool. So the answer is yes, exactly, as long as you explain it. But number four, they all trade money for time. They all trade money for time. Let me ask you all a question. When you're driving, do you also talk on your phone while texting on the other phone? <laughs> while telling Siri something else on your other phone? See, I would even argue for many of you, driving isn't safe for you. I'm just saying. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So like Timmy Smith took like one of his nephews and said, you just drive me around, we'll go on all these appointments and you'll get like a $10 million a year education and I can make more phone calls safely, right? Like, do you do your own laundry? Do you cut your own hair? Like, like it just, it doesn't make sense to me that someone at all of our level of performance, you should only be doing things that are the highest and best. I wanna be with my wife and with my kids. I wanna hang out with Josh Rubin who's clearly late. I wanna do amazing things. What's up, Josh? Take your time, bro. It's just, I'll start over. Hold on. Let me go back to the beginning. <laughs> My personal client and time management expert. Was your flight delayed? I'm fucking with you the whole time right now. <laughs> Sorry, he's a longtime friend. But here's my point, ready? It, it doesn't make sense to me that you would take your own listing photos, that you would enter your own listing in the MLS, that you would do your own transaction, that you would do anything other than prospect, go on appointments, negotiate, and do follow-up. Like, that's it. That's it. Add video in the mix.
And that's it. Everything else in today's world can be outsourced to someone that's an expert at it. But Tom, I'm a control freak. I don't want to let that stuff go. And that's why you'll always have a smaller business. And I'm arguing for your greatness. Your greatness isn't working on the transaction. Your greatness is putting deals together. Your greatness is taking care of your clients. Do that at scale. That's what these people have figured out. And of course, they all belong to a community. And yes, of course, they're all clients of ours. But I think the real secret sauce to this one is community. Ask yourself, how many group text exchange are you on, Derek, right now during this conference? I bet it's a bunch, right? All these crazy video lunatics. And your, dude, your, uh, your video, which I was a cameo in, still is one of my all-time favorites, right? We'll probably have to show that. Like, it was a super pump-up video. But see, Derek understands that if I belong to a community of innovators and I hang out with more people, right, they're not inside my marketplace, Randy. We're all just getting better together. Does that make sense? But here's the one that you all need to pay attention to. This is the game changer. Do me a favor, just lovingly say to your buddy, you're a one-trick pony. No, say it lovingly. You're a one-trick pony. But let me explain what that means. It, it's not a bad thing. Is it Mia? Mia. Mia. What makes this group so extraordinary is they're brilliant marketeers utilizing the trifecta of consistent brand messaging. So every day, they're putting messages out in the marketplace at scale. What's up, guys? The, oh, the New York City flight has arrived. Okay, I just saw Josh, too. You missed all the stuff on time management. <laughs> Love you, Stevie. But consider this, guys. Look up here. I believe a third of your business should come from people that you don't know that call you. How does that sound? How does that sound? What would it be like if your brand was so strong that William people just called and said, uh, a good example, Josh Rubin, I've been getting your postcards forever. We'd like to sell our $4 million apartment and come over. Is direct mail, could that be a form of branding? Yes or no? Right? My buddy Zach has created so many crazy videos in the Delaware marketplace that people will call him and say, will you come list our house and will you bring the flamethrower? Because he did a flamethrower video that went super viral and people were like, if that's what it takes, that's what we want. But see, I think a lot of us, we play this game like, I'm afraid to put myself out there. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm good on video. My hair's not red enough. You have stunning red hair, by the way. You know we're 3% of the population shrinking? Do you have kids? Okay, have more. <laughs> I'm serious. I have two. I married a dark-skinned Italian and I have two red-headed kids. Bang, I did my part. I'm dead serious. But here's my point. Ready, guys? I think most agents, most of us inside this room, you're afraid to put yourself out there. You're afraid to talk about the things that inspire you or fire you up because you're afraid that someone's not going to like it. And then guess what? So you hide and you lose a huge opportunity to create no like and trust by doing some TikTok videos by blogging, by doing a podcast, by doing direct mail. My point to you is this, my friends. We are in an environment now where it is truly the rich and the rest. And the rich, whether they like it or not, they do all this stuff. Now, Jason's going to walk you through everything tomorrow in the entire case study. So you're going to know everything you have to do. But here's my challenge for everybody tonight. Do me a favor. Look your buddy right in the eye and say, 
you have to publish two videos before nine o'clock. Now, some of you are like, only two? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, Ken will do 12. Okay, look up here, guys. Look up here. Shh. Now, okay, shh. Look up here. This is what I'm going to hear. There's going to be some gal in the room, and I love you. Most of my clients are female. Most of my clients are above age 55. Most of them have raised two or three husbands. You with me on this? And they're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I like the way I look. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Surprise people when you show up? They're like, ah! Right? Like, I would rather know what I'm getting into. But you know what happens, guys? You know what happens when you do a lot of video? And I know no one needs to hear do more video. At this point, I hope you don't. It's 2022. But you know what happens? Your level of trust goes through the roof for the tribe that you attract. You don't need everybody. You don't need 2 million people watching your videos. You need 200 people that obsess and watch all of your content. Because what are they going to tell everyone that they know? Oh my God, you got to use this gal. She's always got a flower in her hair and I love it. And she's got glasses like me. Here's $10,000 for selling my house. And they do it over and over and over. And then if you get really good, your tribe gets really big and your trust goes through the roof and you've got more business than you know what to do with. Does that make sense? But that's only the first part. The second part where most of you miss it is demand generation. Now, before the end of the day, I'm going to walk you through four different case studies. Demand generation means I spend a dollar and I make four or five. I spend a dollar and I make eight. I spend a dollar and I make three. So I'm putting money into something to get more of it. And I do brand and demand for one reason. I want an enormous past client list. Does that make sense, everybody? What happens is you start out with the 162 people that you know and three of them get their real estate license and your friend list of potential deals gets real small real fast. And unless you take on a demand gen opportunity, which by the way could be open houses, it could be direct mail, it could be a geographic farm, it could be realtor.com, it could be anything. But if you don't have that channel working for you, you're not building up your database fast enough. Make sense? Okay, do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, he is really talking to you. Because I know, look down here, most of you have figured out a heavy dose of referral business, right or wrong. You guys have figured out how to love on your friends and have people work with you sometimes out of guilt. I want the other two to go up. Does that make sense? Now, look at number seven. Read it out loud. I can't hear you. Did you actually think that wasn't going to come out? It's even better. They make way more phone calls than most of you can imagine. They're making phone calls, phone calls. I, I tell this story, and I know Timmy's here, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow in the morning. Timmy was showing me houses on the Newport Beach Peninsula, and he says, well, just meet me at the office, which is hysterical, so he can then drive me to the, you know, look at this house. I get in the car, and he goes like this. I go, and he goes, and he's, the entire drive, William, the entire drive, we pull up to the house that I want to see, the eight or nine million dollar house on the beach, and he's like, can you just go look at it? Okay, anyway, and he's just, I was like, you should never work with buyers ever, Tim, this is horrible, because it was just you. I'm like, sure, okay, good. 
But you know what he was doing? On the phone, scheduling a deployment with an expired listing. One of the greatest real estate agents on the planet with his coach in the car, blows me off, let's get the appointment. That's how many calls these people are making. People that are making calls, and now, did I say cold call? Did I say cold call? No, they're following up on leads, they're calling their past clients, they're calling people named Larry in their phone that they have no idea who they are. Hey Larry, you're in my phone, who are you, right? Like, they're doing that kind of stuff all the time. Talking with Stephanie Younger, they've got 19,200 leads generated from open houses in the last 12 months. They don't need to cold call. Hey, you were at one of our open houses, we just want to find out where you got, that's it. But see, many of you right now, you're like, but I don't like making phone calls. You picked a weird profession. <laughs> right or wrong, guys? Okay, do me a favor, turn to your buddy and say, I love making phone calls. Okay, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You went like this. I love making, you went like this. I love making phone calls. I want you to go like this, like, I love making phone calls. There's a different, you know, sway to it. You just were not going to look at that dude. <laughs> All right, I got you. That's good. Okay, you ready? Shh. So 5542. I'm going to talk to five past clients every day, five people in my, you know, sphere every day. Some of you are like, wait a minute, you mean the most extraordinary agents are doing the fundamentals? What's the answer? What's the answer? The fundamentals, the fundamentals, the fundamentals. That's what made them extraordinary. Prospecting and scheduling appointments every single day. That's the game. That's the punchline. But you ready? Here's the big one. They all chose their heart. They all chose their heart. You know what's hard? not having money and being frustrated. You know what's also hard? Having a schedule full of appointments and being busy all the time. They're both hard. It's hard. It's hard to be in a loving relationship. It's hard to be in a toxic one, right or wrong. It's hard to stay in great shape. It's hard to be out of shape. It's all hard. Why are you looking for easy? There is no easy, everything worthwhile takes courage and a fight and some hustle to go after it every single day. Does that make sense? I think all of you tonight, when you go back after your two glasses of wine, you should do like 100 push-ups. I haven't done 100 push-ups since I was in third grade. Good. Do it. It's hard. Awesome. You'll use muscles you haven't used in a while. That'll set you up for this, using some muscles you haven't used in a while. It's all hard. Does that make sense? All right. So now, mental toughness is measured by how much pain you can handle. How much pain can you handle? It's hard to build a business. It's hard to go on three listing appointments a day. It's hard to do 14 or 15 in a month. It's hard. But you know what's also hard? Watching somebody else put up listings on the board. That would, I'm too competitive. I'd kill them all. I'm just, that, I'm sick, I admit it. You with me on this? Like another coach starts to ascend, I'm like, I'm either gonna buy their business or kill them, one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm mental, I get it. But that's what it takes, my friends, to just elevate and continue to ascend. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.